Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're listening to the A Bit From Within podcast with Felicia Marty. What isn't working for you? Like when I start to get a lot of those thoughts in my head, like, I don't know if I want to do this forever. I need to change something. It's usually because there's one or two things that are really stressful for me that are not working how I need them to work. And it's not because I need to change everything. It's that I need to change just those two things and make things the things that really aren't working for me work for me. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to a new episode of the A Bit From Within podcast. I'm Felicia, and I am feeling so excited to be here having this moment sharing with all of you. I slept for like nine hours last night, which was so needed for me. Um, This weekend, we had, or I had back-to-back weddings that I photographed, so Friday night and Saturday night, and then by Sunday, I just felt like I was... Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Maybe I should start with that. But Dave looked at me in the morning and he was like, Hey, um, so I'm trying to give you some space, but like, I'm also like a little worried about you. (laughs) Just, I think I just had to be where I was. It was one of those moments where I was feeling very tired yesterday, but I'm also in that kind of place in my um, life and in the business where managing that tiredness looks a lot of different ways. And sometimes it means like having a day like today where I'm working a little bit more on a bit from within and I just got our newsletter out and we're preparing for tonight's, um, first live class, which, um, you're going to be hearing this tomorrow. So I won't be able to share with you exactly how it went, but hopefully it went really well. Hopefully you were able to join us if possible. And if not, um, keep in tune waiting for next month. If you're a community member level of the Patreon, you'll get that link right away. And I'm thinking that for these first couple months that I probably will open up to more than just the community level members so that people who are wondering if it would be valuable to them can try it out and see if it's something they want to keep up with. So um, there's that going on. And I think tonight is going to be really rejuvenating and really refreshing. And then hopefully this afternoon, I'll have a little bit of downtime where I plan to just read this rom-com book that I'm reading right now. That's a really great way for me to kind of de-stress. But another way that I like to de-stress is by taking care of things that are that need to get done. And sometimes that's the little things. Sometimes that's the big things. Um, 
I do try to have a pretty quick turnaround time for my photos. And so we try to deliver engagement sessions within a week to a week and a half and weddings within four to five weeks. And so a lot of yesterday was spent um, editing some engagement sessions really pretty engagement sessions. Um, and then also getting all the sneak peeks out for the June weddings that we've done. We have actually done five weddings so far this June. Um, we had three this weekend. So that kind of gives you a good picture of how things are. And so for me, setting myself up for success for this next busy weekend means making sure I really have, you know, tied up any loose ends from the stuff we had going on. And even though that was work, it was work that didn't necessarily require me to be customer facing, which is a good thing because you guys, I don't know about you, but I feel like tensions are high right now. And I've been thinking a lot about this, um, because we had that crazy eclipse happen last week on Thursday. And then, um, recently over the weekend, and I guess I'm transitioning into the astro check-in. You guys know how I always kind of do this part. Um, over the weekend, we had Mars move into Leo. And it's an interesting change of scenery because Mars is a planet that is, um, it rules Aries. And so it's much more comfortable in fire signs than it is in where it was in Cancer. And I think with this switch of Mars moving into um, into Leo and then a couple other astrological placements that are going on, essentially like tensions are high and... Um, passions are high. That's probably a better way of putting it. Passions are high. And so that can manifest in a lot of different ways. It can manifest in, um, like new inspiration or like passion in your love life. It could translate as just feeling very motivated to get the ball rolling, really feeling like you want to get stuff done. It could, um, be a little bit of aggression. It could be a little bit of feeling like you're fighting for what you value or starting to feel like you're done, trying to be the nice guy and you're really letting yourself be honest about where you clash with other people. And, um, I think that for me this weekend, it was really interesting because this is the first year that I've been able to see quote unquote normal weddings, um, through this more astrological view, because in the past years that I've shot weddings, I mean, obviously last year I was paying attention to it, but in a different way, um, because the weddings themselves that we photographed last year were so, uh, just different. Like the, the focus of them was different. There was a lot of, uh, I guess pandemic first kind of vibes. And so I didn't see as much of the normal interactions um, as you see when there's a lot more normalcy. So this is the first year that I've been really plugged into astrology and watching um, huge social gatherings play out. And I would say that at both of the weddings this last weekend that I was at, just it was it was some crazy stuff. Like um, things got really behind. People were being very outspoken with each other, it, both in good and maybe some not bad ways, but just people were being very honest. Um, I heard in within guests specifically, because, you know, when you're a get you're when you're a photographer, you're kind of like a fly on the wall. So you get to see little bits of everything. And I was overhearing people having some like very deep, drunken conversations Um Lots of tears, lots and lots and lots of tears this weekend, which 
I mean, there's always some level of tears at weddings, but like both weddings had lots of tears, um, just so much emotion. And it was, yeah, it was all very interesting to see that play out. And then I had some friends also texting me like, man, I'm in a bad mood this weekend. I'm like, yeah, there's just a lot going on. I also know that it's been very hot in Colorado. And when things get really hot, um, people tend to also be a little bit more of that fire energy where they're just a little bit more brash, a little bit more willing to say what they want, put their needs first. Um, or the opposite, right? Like for those of us who aren't as good at putting our needs first, there's a little bit more of a feeling of, uh, maybe resentment that comes to the surface or maybe being pushed to speak before we're ready to speak, that kind of thing too. So um, I don't know if you've been experiencing any of that, but it's been um, fascinating to say the least. And, you know, just trying to put it into a more personal perspective for me, I think I've been feeling a little bit of that, probably more of that motivation side. I feel like, um, that kind of fiery energy combined with a lot of this kind of final, uh, Gemini energy is sparking like a lot of creativity. And I've just been trying to manage that a little bit of, by really just trying to be excited for whatever's coming my way. I feel like in past years, like, especially I can compare what's happening right now with the last time I experienced a lot of busyness, which was, um, September of 2019, And that was when we moved into our house and we had like a million weddings. Um, It felt like that anyway, where I was, I was working in overtime. I had, we had just moved into our house. We'd been living with my parents for that summer. We had been moving a ton. Honestly, it was an extremely stressful point of my life. And I look back at how I was dealing with it all then Um, and how I'm dealing with things now. And I really am just, well, one, just so grateful for the consistency of having a home. Um, and I'm also grateful for all of the things that I learned about myself then and in terms of what I need, like I learned a lot of little things like just keeping on top of like the laundry or, um, we started using HelloFresh for this month so that we would not have to, necessarily have to go grocery shopping for all the little things. Cause I don't know about you guys, but I feel like, yes, I feel like I'm going to the grocery store all the time when I'm not doing that kind of thing. And I also feel like I go to the grocery store and then I forget the thing that I'm going to make for dinner. I don't. And for whatever reason, I've really tried to spend a lot of time doing meal planning or whatnot. It just doesn't work very well for me, or at least it hasn't up to this point. I'm not saying I won't keep trying because it's a constant thing in your life. You always have to have this relationship with food. But um, things like that are really, really helpful for us. And I've already noticed a big payoff in that. And then just trying to go with the flow. Um, And I have moments where I feel like I'm really good at this. And I have some other moments where I feel like I'm being really bad at this. And I can't really put my finger on exactly what is easy or what is hard. I would say that... um, when things can be a little bit more organic, like even with uh, socializing right now, like um, for instance, like my dad called me the other day and it happened to be just a really good time where I didn't have any meetings going on. I was actually working at my desk so I could keep working on the photos I was working on and hop on my little desk treadmill and get some calories burned while having a great conversation with him. And I felt like I could be very in the moment and I had 
this really amazing chat with my dad, actually. It was a, it was a very healing moment for me and I think for him too. Um, we've, we've been going through a lot, my dad and I, um, it's been one of those relationships where, um, we're very similar in a lot of ways and we also see things very differently, but the same maybe in some ways too. It's, it kills me to say that. Um, (laughs) but, um, it was, it was, it's been something I've been spending a lot of, um, my intentions and my efforts in my own personal healing and in, it's not a constant, like every day I'm working on it, but it's been a, something that I've had this overarching intention to work on. And so that just ended up going with the flow, just totally. Like I wasn't expecting that it wasn't planned and it, and it happened in divine timing for sure. And then there are, so that like things like that, it happened organically. Like he called me, I was free. It was great. And what I realized is I was, I've been feeling a lot of guilt over not being available. Um, so like there are times when people call me or like, Hey, can we meet for a walk? Or, Hey, can I get some time with you? Or can, can we go do this? Or can we go do that? Or can you bring this thing over? It's like, my general answer right now is no, because I feel like in a way, every minute of my life is scheduled right now. Like even my free time is scheduled. Um, and of course there are exceptions to that. Like I just said, like my dad called me, it worked out great. I was free. Um, and there are going to be other times like that where somebody might text me like, Hey, are you free for a walk right now? And it'll be like, yeah, I got everything I needed to done. I actually am free right now. Um, but planning ahead is not working for me right now because I have so much work to do that I'm either shooting a wedding or I'm working on packaging something for a client or I'm, I'm, I just, my schedule is so full right now. And I was, I, I, I've told you guys before, like I really wrestle with this. And what I, what I realized this weekend is I was like, I'm going to stop apologizing for being busy. I'm not even going to do the whole song and dance around like, Oh, Hey, I wish it was more of it. Oh, like, Oh, I feel so bad. Or like, I, I need to, you know, put myself and what I need to get done, like on the wayside to prioritize something that I know somebody else wants from me. I can't do that. And I feel like I am at a place in my life where I'm like, it's useless to feel that energy. Like at this point in my life, I've been, a, I've been doing the song and dance for a long time. My closest friends and family, they know how busy I am. And anybody who doesn't get what I'm working with right now, then they can choose to learn to understand it or they can be mad at me. And like, and that I just have to be fine with that because adding, worrying about what other people are thinking of me or how I'm letting people down, adding that to the list of bullshit that runs through my head is only making me less good at what I need to be doing. And I feel like I've just gotten really clear about how excited I am to be in a place where I am so busy. Like I, and maybe I'm a little ashamed to admit that in the first couple months, like in March and April and even the beginning of May, like leading up to this busy season, I was feeling just really, really scared, scared. I wasn't going to be able to handle it, scared. It was going to be too much scared. It was going to break me, um, like emotionally, mentally, physically, and, and who knows, we're still at the beginning. Maybe some of that could happen. But since 
since the middle of May, probably around the time that I shot my first wedding as photography, something inside of me just kind of transitioned where I was like, no, like this is such an amazing opportunity for me to be creative doing what I do. And I want to have fun with it. I will. I love doing wedding photography. I love shooting weddings. I've known this for a very long time about myself. You know, some people hate shooting weddings. Actually, almost once a wedding, I have somebody who comes up to me who's like, "Hey, I'm in photography. Like, what? What do? You, what kind of camera do you have?" And they're like, "I did a wedding once. I would never do it again." I I get that so often, and I always laugh because it's not for everyone, but it is for me. And I feel very sure of that. And I feel very solid about it. And I'm, I think I'm kind of coming into a new level of confidence with what I'm doing and my purpose with this. And, um, it's been really difficult to get to that place though, because for so much of the last, at least year, maybe even more like a year and a half, just with COVID and with having a really stressful time in 2019, like I talked about. And then with Dave joining me full time and with, with all of that, it felt like I couldn't see my way through. And now I'm feeling a little bit more stable. I'm feeling like I do have my feet beneath me. I'm feeling much more positive about everything. I'm feeling very grateful. And I guess I'm just grateful for that. I'm grateful for that sense of clarity. And I wish I could go back and tell the version of myself that has been hurting so much over the last year and a half, just feeling really aimless, feeling really scared about where I'm at and what I'm doing, um, that sometimes you just need to change in perspective. And actually, I was just getting my hair done last week by, um, she's fabulous. Her name is Regina. She works in Arvada. If you need a hair person, text me, I'll send you her way. She's amazing. Um, but she and I were doing, she was, well, she was doing my hair. I was chatting with her and we were talking about business because that's where a lot of conversations with me end up going. And we were just talking about how like sometimes you can feel when you're your own business owner, you can feel so just stuck in a rut or you're like, what am I doing with my life? And what, one of the things that I was able to ask her that I realized sometimes helps me is like really figuring out what isn't working for you? Like when I start to get a lot of those thoughts in my head, like, I don't know if I want to do this forever. I need to change something. It's usually because there's one or two things that are really stressful for me that are not working how I need them to work. And it's not because I need to change everything. It's that I need to change just those two things and make things, the things that really aren't working for me work for me. Because when you're a business owner, you're wearing many, 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 many hats. And if you don't like all of those hats or you don't love them, you need what you do love about what you're doing to outweigh the negative. And, you know, I'm sure that that is true for any of us. It doesn't matter if you run your own business or not. Like if you are in a place in your life where the the things that aren't working for you or the things that you dislike doing, there's a lot more of that going on than what you feel satisfied with you're going to be in a place of frustration or resentment. I actually think about this a lot when it comes to like running a household because I know so many women out there and I I say it's all people, but I think 
probably stereotypically and more often, like a lot of women fall into this category where they're taking on the majority of the household tasks. Like they're the ones figuring out what's for dinner. They're knowing what needs to be cleaned. They know what sheets haven't been washed recently. They know when the toilets were last cleaned. They know um, just all of those, those things that it takes to run an entire household. And I was just listening to this person who is kind of talking about the equality in the household and how important that is for a relationship. I think especially, um, well, just in any kind of partnership, when you are in it together, there, it can start to break the intimacy between the two of you. If one of you feels like they're carrying more weight than the other person. And this is like a really hard thing to solve for. I think a lot of relationships even fail over stuff like this, which is so silly because it doesn't really have to fail um, because of something like this. When it comes to the house and it comes to running your lives, there has to be some sort of equality in what's being um, brought to the table in terms of security and stability and functioning for everyone. And I think that if there's only one person who is focused on the daily operations and even like the the big picture overview and the other person's just trying to like be the assistant in a way like, oh, what's at the bottom of your list? Oh, can I go get your car and oil change? Or, oh, oh, I, I mowed the lawn. Sometimes it's like, well, that's not enough because there's so many other things towards the top of the list. And... I I just, I I always, you guys always hear me talk about this because it is such an important thing. It's more important than I ever, ever knew when I was a teenager picturing myself in a relationship. And when I was in my twenties and I was in relationships, I never knew how important this was and how, how much I wish I would have talked about these kind of things early on, um, in my, in my relationships, like from the very beginning, like if I could go back and talk with Dave about and agree on how we would go about doing things before we got into them. Um, It's not like I think we would be more or less successful. I think we'd probably be in a lot of the same places that we're in now. It's not like it's held us back that much, but I think that I would have felt more supported a lot sooner because I'm definitely one of those people that have struggled with, um, just the nagging and the, the feeling like we, you know, Dave and I have this joke where it's like, Oh, he'll, he'll tease me like, Oh, right. Felicia, like you do this and you do that. And, and, and it's kind of a joke, but it's also kind of serious because I do have this, this thing that comes up for me a lot where I'm always talking about how much I'm doing. And there are certain things that like I have stopped fighting him about because I just know it'll be faster if I do it. But then there's also the feeling inside of my whole body and my mood and my heart, my actual heart space, when I come home to a house and he's thought about the dishes and watering the plants and um, getting us ready for the day or throwing in that laundry or doing whatever. And like, it makes me feel so cared for. And I think both people need that. Both people need that. And, you know, honestly, like, to be able to show the person who's the care, the carer, the nurturer, that they're being cared for and, and nurtured too, whatever way that looks like. It might not be 
the acts of service. It might be the quality time. It might be the physical touch or the words of affirmation. Just um, any of those ways that we can really care for each other. It's so important because we do have to feel cared for in order to not feel resentful right? Because if we're constantly caring for other people, we're not feeling that in return. It's a recipe for resentment. Nobody wants that. We all know how dangerous resentment is. Um, and this kind of leads me into what I was hoping we would talk about today, which is the idea of like, what does it mean to give somebody a break? So before we do that, let's take a break and then we'll dive in. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. So welcome back. So I thought of this on Saturday night because I was at, um, at a wedding and we had been at, we had gone out on the golf cart with just the two of them taking some sunset photos. And on the way back, we were walking back towards the golf cart and the, the groom who was, you know, it was his wedding day. So he had been drinking and he was a little bit drunk and that's totally cool. He started kind of wandering off and we were like, I was like, Hey, like, we walk together so I can get some pictures of you. Um, and he kept going off like farther away from his bride. And I was like, no, no, walk, walk closer together. Um, and in his mind, he was walking back towards the venue. He, I think he just kind of forgot we had gotten there on the golf cart, which was over to like towards the right. And he was heading left. And so we were teasing him once we all got back on the golf cart. We were like, it's okay, you know, and she's like, oh gosh, you could be such an idiot. And it, I hope that doesn't sound mean. It was, it was said like lovingly. And, um, me and the other girl who was driving us around on the golf cart, she was like, it's okay. I'll probably marry an idiot too. And we were, we were kind of just, it was just this joking moment. And so the groom says, you know what? He's like, I just want you to remember that sometimes when you think that I'm being an idiot or when your guy is being an idiot, just do this one thing. Just give us a break. And I had to laugh because this is something I've heard so much from Dave, this idea of just give me a break. And I had asked his wife, I was like, so do you give him a lot of breaks? Or I was like, how many breaks do you give him? She's like, well, I really don't give him a break. Like I never give him a break, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But I, I, if somebody had asked me that question, I would feel like I give all of the breaks all of the time. And now I don't know if Dave feels that way. He probably doesn't feel like I give him all the breaks. But it, so it got me thinking about like, well, what does it mean to give somebody a break? And like, when, what, what is the difference between asking to be given a break or just not wanting to take responsibility for something? And so of course that's me taking this very light and playful moment and thinking about it on a much bigger issue. Well, because I have to think about where it, it kind of lands for me personally. 
And it ties into everything I was talking about before the break. Just there comes a time when it's important for the other person to be on the same page with you. And I think there's also a sense of urgency that needs to be talked about. Because if you're constantly the person, and and this could be in a relationship, this could be in a friendship, this could any kind of relationship. It could be parent-child, boss-employee, employee-employee, like work colleagues or whatever. It could be literally any kind of relationship. If there are things that you feel you've been clear about or that need and or that need to be done urgently and the other person is just constantly not on the same page as you and or not understanding the urgency that is when usually this this idea of like well just give me a break just give me a break i didn't i didn't know this was so important to you or give me a break i didn't I didn't realize we were walking this way, right? And there are certain things that are just not that big of a deal, but they're, but it's, and it's not always about what happened. It's about the idea of not being on the same page. And it can feel for a person like, I guess, just like a person like me, I spend a lot of time trying to be very clear with my relationships whether that's me explaining where I'm at or what I'm avail- my availability or what I need. Um, I also have to take some responsibility and say that sometimes I've felt like I've been really clear when I wasn't being clear because of trust issues and because of me stuffing my feelings down. Sometimes that really does happen and that's only on me to clear up. But do you guys know what I mean in terms of like, it's usually that sense of, I, I really do. I, I'm going to go back to it where it's like, it's the urgency and it's the being on the same page. And I think while it is always okay to give somebody a break, and I really do believe in practicing compassion. And I think in general, and I mean this like very like generally, in general, it is usually okay to give somebody a break or to offer that like kind of um, olive branch and just be like, it doesn't matter. Let's just move forward for the sake of moving forward. But if you are the person who over and over again is feeling like the person is not with you or the person is not understanding what you're communicating and you've been clear or you've asked for what you've needed and they still don't show up, at, at what point do we stop giving a break? At what point do we start saying, no, you don't get a break right now because you have failed? And that might sound really harsh. It, it is a little bit harsh, but like, let's, when can we call a spade a spade, right? Like at what point can you start, can you start calling people out and saying like, this is not working. You are not getting this. Or maybe even it's just, I need more from you. I need you to show up. I need you to to join me. I need you to understand. I need you to put in more effort. And and maybe that's what it comes down to is like being able to say that and the and the hard part is is that once you get to that level, once you get to that place where those are the words, that is the sentiment, 
then you have to start setting some boundaries of when that person does not accomplish those things. And it actually just reminds me of um, a conversation that I had with my therapist. And one of the things that he shared with me was like, you know what's important, Felicia, is don't act happy when you're not happy. And I had to think about that a little bit because I was like, well, that's not really me. I'm not really a person who pretends to be happy. But then I started thinking about it more and I was like, there are a lot of times in my life where I have learned just to go along to get along and where I have, for the sake of um, probably mostly like getting attention or affection or resetting the status quo where I will pretend to be happy even when I'm not happy. Um, and it's hard because it doesn't feel that, that blatant. It's not like I'm saying like, well, I'm not happy right now, but I'm going to pretend it's much more beneath the surface. It's much more, I'm going to choose to be happy right now and pretend that everything that just hurt me or that made me unhappy doesn't matter anymore for the sake of the other person, for giving the other person a break. And when you do that so much, you kind of have to ask yourself, like, are you living an honest life? How honest are you being? And I don't have the answer to that because it's something I'm still working through right now. It's something that I'm still trying to figure out. Like, I feel as though I'm always very honest. And yet there are probably you know, compartments inside of me of issues that I've never been fully addressed because of this idea of just moving forward, wanting to move forward or the, or because it came from wanting to give the other person a break. So that's, that's kind of a, a tough solve there. And like I said, I don't have an answer for that, but it's something I've been thinking about, something I've been struggling with. And I guess the only other part that I guess we can kind of talk about or I can share on is like, I do think it's important to put yourself in the other person's shoes. So I try to think about the times when I've needed a break, when I've asked for a break. And most of those times, I think, at least when I first think of it, usually come up to things that I have just straight up missed, like out of sight, out of mind. Um, where I get going too fast or when I get going too fast, I should say it happens when I'm going too fast, but then a lot of things that I need breaks for come when I'm going too fast. For instance, um, I get very impatient when driving and I really, really hate stop and go traffic. It gives me a shit ton of anxiety, so much anxiety, um, which living in Denver and not wanting stop and go traffic, it's just not that great. Um, anymore. Um, but the other day, Dave and I were coming back from an errand and I had to get on a call at three and this was like two 30. And if I would have just listened to the GPS and stayed on the major highway, I would have gotten home in time. Instead, I took a, um, I was like, Oh, I'll just jump up ahead to this exit and then go up the road. And instead, I ended up getting myself into worse traffic and having to U-turn around and get back on the same road and like wasted like another eight minutes of my t- my time and ended up being a little bit late to my appointment. 
which ultimately worked out fine because they were running late too. But I was so stressed and I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm the only one to blame for this um, because I got going too fast. And that's when like, I know other people could be a little impatient with me or like, why do you have to do this? And and that's probably one of those moments where it's like, I feel like just give me a break. Like just give me a little bit of grace. Um, and you know, I guess I'll, I'll have to really sit with that a little bit more and think about those ways in which I, I need breaks and, and also just that piece of compassion, um, and communication, right? Like all of this talk about the, the whole needing a break, all of it comes back to communication because I feel like just saying like, I need a break. It's something extremely valid and so important because it means like offer me grace, but without the communication piece, without being really clear with your person, like, Hey, I need this from you. I need you to show up for me. Or without saying like, Hey, I am really stressed out right now and I'm not capable of showing up for you. If those kind of conversations don't happen, then it can be get really hard to extend that kind of grace to, towards other people. I guess that's what it really comes down to. Right. So anyway, I guess that's where I'm at. That's what I'm thinking about these days. I guess in addition to everything else I have going on right now. So, you know, I, I would be really curious, you guys, some, some parts of me wonder, um, you know, during these times of, and seasons of my life where things are really busy, um, I, I guess there's a piece of me that worries about whether sharing these bits from within are helpful or useful or relatable, um, or not. So, I guess I'm asking for a little bit of validation from all of you. If you have a second to shoot me a DM or a message or leave a comment, um, just some way for me to know that this matters to you or that it's at least interesting or entertaining, um, wherever it connects to that bit from within you, I would love to know. So um, let's go ahead and do our card reading right now. I've got my super attractor deck. I was using it this morning and I just love this deck. It has such, it really helps me really get back into that um, manifesting mode and just realigning my energy and my heart space. So let's see if there's any wisdom from these cards that we can gather today. This card that just flew out of the deck says, directing my focus onto what's thriving creates more of what I want. (sighs) I got to read it again, right? Directing my focus onto what's thriving creates more of what I want. I love that. And it's such a beautiful reminder because I really feel like that goes back to what I was speaking about at the beginning of today's podcast around... Um, going into the season, I was really just focusing on what I was afraid of. And then I had that flip switch um, or that switch flip (laughs) where I just decided, I'm like, I have to start really focusing on what is great about this and what I'm enjoying and what is working. Um, And I still feel like in a lot of ways, I'm at the beginning of that. I could continue to do a lot better and really continue to work through the parts of myself that are fearful and afraid, um, and critical, 
but I love that sentiment. It's such a beautiful reminder when we focus on what is thriving, even inside of our relationships, right? Especially when it comes to that whole give a break thing. If even in those situations, if we can focus on what is thriving in the situation, then we'll end up creating more of what we want. So maybe being heard more, being appreciated more, being nurtured more, being seen more, being listened to all of that. (sighs) Sounds always sounds easier when we say it than when we do it. But when we do it, even if it's tough, we will find the payoff. All right, you guys, that's it. Um, That's it for now. Um, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at a bit from within or visit our website a bit from within.com for all kinds of goings ons and offers and much, much more. All right, everyone until next time.